Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the agonizing tale of Lieutenant Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez and all their failed attempts at connection after the war. Last time, Sophie received permission to go home, and she bid a tender farewell to Omicron. Now she embarks on a mission to share the news of the other's non-aggression with humankind. Meanwhile, Jane attended the summit on Perry, and all around her were betrayals and counter-betrayals. After promising Medea's director Diaz not to, Reina Valencia made a pact with the PSA, and poor Agent Cullen, tasked with delivering a final message to Jane Gonzalez before she returns to Medea, was shot by a nervous young Medean soldier. This is episode 29, My Soul's Little Grief. Let us begin. in my mouth. Your stomach has it, but don't worry, we made it. Okay, I'm up. Whoa. Put your head between your knees. Yes, thank you, I know what to do. Just stay like that and breathe. We're idling at the very edge of the PSA. From here, we have to fly slowly. It's the only way the stealth setting works. A stealth setting? I should have fucking known. Yeah, it doesn't make us invisible, it just makes us blend in. It's hard to explain. I bet. Anyway, tomorrow, probably, afternoon or night, we'll be close enough for you to disembark. In the meantime, rest up. It's difficult traveling that distance, even when you're not in a coma. Do you need me to... Do you need me to take a turn flying? Hmm. Um, you couldn't fly this ship if you tried. Sorry. Where did you say we were? The plotter says... Oh, yeah. I know where we are now. Oh! If you're getting up, sit up slowly. Got it. Yeah. So, tomorrow. Tomorrow you'll have a one-way comm so you can let me know when you've completed your task. I'll circle for two rotations. If I haven't heard from you by then, I'll assume you're compromised and leave. Okay. You know what I've been wondering? I was at a club on Tyrannus, and I thought I saw this girl from high school, Amira. She walked in, and I saw her, and I knew she was dead. Was that one of you? I have no idea. I think it was. Because we were singing, like, impromptu karaoke. And the last time I did anything like that was this crazy night in high school when I was out with a bunch of people I barely knew. One of those... I don't know how I wound up here, where are my friends' situations, and, like, she was one of those people, like, people think I am, all charming and shit. She drew you to her, and she loved karaoke. Anyway, I guess I was thinking of her. 
What's the... Adamar? Oh, shit. I've been here before. Hey, I've been wondering, how come last month you could send a heist team directly into Medea to steal the Pasithea cure, but now you're worried about being seen at the ass end of nowhere in the PSA? Oh, see for yourself. And that's sports. Now for a quick news update. The spokesperson for the PSA Council confirmed last night that Cassandra has been fast-tracked for PSA membership. The first new planet to join the Federation in 200 years. This news comes after an uneven summit on Perry, where fears of other invasion and increased security measures tragically resulted in the death of a Cassandran clerk. Whether any others were actually involved in the incident has not yet been disclosed, but security has been increasing across the borders of human space regardless. If your weekend plans are interrupted by unusual traffic and long lines at the checkpoint, well, you've got aliens to blame, folks. On Telos this week, the- Shit! Yeah, they aren't very sophisticated security measures, but now feels like an important time to practice caution. You got that right. Shit, 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 Cassandra's joining the PSA? I don't know how to begin to process that, just- what the fuck was she thinking? Who? My queen, my... the person who... You know what, never mind, human politics. I know what a queen is, but is it important? I know some of the context from your memories, but... Does it matter which human woman abstractly has authority over you? Reina Valencia or Vivian Howe? It's important to me, but maybe not to human other relations. I see. You know, there weren't any others on Perry, not as far as I know. It doesn't feel like a good sign that humans are already killing each other for fear of us. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a pretty bad sign. You've got your work cut out for you. How soon can we land? I'm beginning our descent now. Buckle up. Lieutenant's log. Hi, Linda. I know you said to only contact you when the deed is done, but this is part of my process. So, you know. Don't like, don't listen. Anyway, log. Linda dropped me off on Adamar around midnight. They go to bed extremely early on Adamar. I remember that from the friendship delegation. How they wake up early to avoid the worst of the heat, so midnight was when I was least likely to be seen, but overall I'm feeling pretty confident that no one will recognize me. Number one, what the hell would I be doing here? Number two, they know me from posters and meet and greets, and I don't look like that anymore. First thing I did when Linda dropped me off, I stole some clothes from an unlocked surface craft, so I guess I'm walking around in someone's first shift cast-offs. There are mustard pants and a striped gray top with a little name tag that I took off, of course. I'm not an Anne-Marie. Never have been. 
that plus I caught a glimpse of myself in a storefront and I don't know. I still look like me, obviously, but it's like if Josephine Crooks suddenly arrived wearing beige, her nails bitten, quiet. It wouldn't be right. That's not what people want. When they expect Josephine Crooks, they expect Josephine Crooks. I think what I'm trying to say is that maybe I could pass my own mother in the street right now and she wouldn't recognize me. There was a wrapped cookie in the pocket of the pants, which was good because the second Linda dropped me off, I realized I can't remember the last time I ate other than the drip I got while I was in the coma. I mean, I don't remember that, but... I swapped out the funky breathing apparatus that Linda gave me for what I assume was Anne Marie's spare. Linda's I hid in a spiky bush. I kind of forgot what it was like on these inhospitable planets. Never a full breath. I'm only not all muffled now because I found one of those airlocked cooling shelters to wait in. I just want there to be a few more people on the street so I can join in the swarm. I don't have any money, so that's going to be a problem, but if I can, I don't know, charm my way onto a packet ship headed to Cassandra or stow away or... <sighs> I know, Linda, I know. It's this thing I do where people just assume I have a plan, and sometimes I do have a plan, but sometimes I just go along with the assumption, even when I know I shouldn't, even when I know I should go, actually, I don't know, can we take a second? Because God forbid, God forbid. And I so often know what to do. I am solely responsible for everything I have done, but sometimes it's like there's this part of me, this one little part that forces the rest of me through these pitch black doorways. And there could be a path on the other side, or there could be sudden stairs, or there could be nothing, just a precipitous drop, and I never know until I'm there. I think for the rest of my life, I want... Who's in there? Hello? What are you doing in here? I'm just waiting until it gets a little lighter. I don't want to walk in the dark. Hmm, well, that's sensible. Come closer, dear. They keep promising to send someone to fix the light, but they never do. It's a hazard. I pop my head in when I can't sleep, just to be sure the children two doors down aren't in there having drugs. <laughs> having drugs? Yeah, come closer. Ah, but I know you. I don't... I don't recognize you, so... I'm Mrs. Beach. I live just there. See? That was the blue door. I'll place you in a second. You're not Augusta Babcock's second son, are you? No. Oh, good. I never did like him. He'd come to tea with my child, Joe, and... No... Mrs. Beach? I do know you, but you're dead. I'm not dead. I'm talking to you right now. You look like Captain Sophie Green, but you can't be Captain Sophie Green because Captain Sophie Green is dead. Everyone knows it. I'm not. Oh my, you're another. Help! Help! Let go of me. No, you'll just start <laughs> screaming again. Come on, we're going into your house and we're going to have a chat.
Oh God. Oh God. Stop God. that. Have I hurt you? You've kidnapped me in my own home. You're planning to eat me. I'm not an alien. I am Sophie Green, the same person you met back on last year's PR tour. I remember you. We had tea, right? Some kind of chai? And you gave me a hug? I remember that hug, Mrs. Beach. It meant a lot. The aliens are mind readers as well as shapeshifters. I saw them in the telescope last week. You can't trust your eyes. Christ above, I can't trust my own eyes. That, I mean, yeah, but look, I was kidnapped by the others, yes, but they let me go. I'm on my way back to Cassandra now. Pure 100% human grade A here. If you're 100% grade A human, you'll come with me to the mayor's office and you'll give yourself up. The, you want me to give myself up to a mayor? To Mayor Menchie, yes. What the fuck do you think Mayor Menchie would do if I were an alien? No offense. Muriel Menchie's done a lot of good for this city. I bet she has. She raised funds to rebuild the Old Town Bridge. She passed the Renters Credit Initiative through City Council. Augusta Babcock's daughter Amy got 800 credits back on her last tax return, which was almost half the return in the first place. The last two mayors didn't do that. I, I'm not saying she's not a good mayor. She'd know what to do with you, all right? She'd figure something out. Mrs. Beach... Under normal circumstances, I would totally go with you and let Muriel Menchie work her magic, but I do not have time for this right now. I need to get back to Cassandra so that we don't ignite a conflict between humans and others that humanity, frankly, cannot win, so we're not going to do that. Instead, I am going to tie you to your couch. I am going to help myself to whatever is in your kitchen because it has literally been I do not know how long since I tasted human food and I frankly cannot help myself. And then I am going to haul my ass out of here and leave Muriel Menchie, an anonymous tip, to come check on you in about five hours. How does that sound? You can't leave me here for five hours. Jesus Christ, fine. I'll put a stream on before I leave. Yeah, what if I have to use the restroom? Are you going to leave me to pee on the sofa like a common criminal? This costs 1,200 credits new. I'll let you pee first. Now. I have to pee now. Fine. You can get up. Just pee fast. I will take as long as I need to take, young lady. Fine. Fucking not the warm welcome I was expecting. Okay. Money first, food first, steal her comms unit and call... Nope, don't like that one. Look up Mayor Menchie's anonymous tip line. Oh, hey, knife block, might just help myself to one of those. That was fast, did you for... Jesus Christ! Did you really think I wouldn't have a way to protect myself? Me? A woman living alone? With aliens on the loose? Mrs. Beach, put down the fucking rifle. That is... You have no idea what that can do. Oh, I don't? You're not Captain Sophie Green. Captain Sophie Green was kind to me after Joe. You're not Captain Sophie Green. I am. I am Captain Sophie Green. Just give me a chance to prove it to you. No. You're nothing but a common ruffian. No! You're, you are going to regret this, Mrs. Beach. Put down the knife. You put down the gun. You're not giving the orders here. Just admit what you are. I'm Sophie Green. Look, I can fucking prove it. Sure you can. Any last words? No, no. Look, uh, the others, okay? They're shapeshifters, but they're not actually changing shape. Did you know that? Did Eleanor Lopez report that on the fucking telescope? They're not changing shape. They're just manipulating your brain to make you think they're changing shape. I do remember reading something about that. Maybe that's right. So? So? 
What if I could prove that my body is actually my body? What if you, what if you could take a piece of me into a different room outside a mile away and have it still look like a part of a human body? I, I suppose that makes sense. It does. It makes sense. That's what I would do, Mrs. Beach. If I was worried someone was another, I'd cut a little piece of them off and I'd get out of their sight and see if it changed shape. All right. All right. Do it then. Whatever it is you're going to do. But if you even think about throwing that knife over at me... Got it. Got it. Got it. I'll be fast. Give me one second here. Fuck. <clears throat> Don't think about a green. Just fucking... <clears throat> oh! Oh! Christ above, that's your finger. Take it, take it, fuck! Okay, just walk outside with that and it'll still be a finger. And then you'll know. I'm just gonna... Oh my god. Put a dishcloth on that. Throw in the drawer right next to you. Quickly. I'm just gonna sit down. I'm... Oh god, I think I'm gonna be... There. Is that better? I don't know. Maybe I'm in shock. I don't know. It'll pass. <laughs> I haven't had a good grip on, like, my reactions to things in a little while. Well, you're bearing up very nicely for someone in your position. Do you do this often? <laughs> no. Are you lying? You think I just cut a finger off every time I need to prove a point? That's not what I meant, and you know it. When I met you, when you were on tour, you struck me as a very strong person. Thank you. Outwardly. It was my job. It was like method acting. When I met you, did you feel comforted? You know I did. Yeah. I left and I thought, that lady is going to be the reason Cassandra survives. Her and people like her. I thought the PSA was, like, inches away from a violent takeover, and I thought maybe people like you could stop it before it really even started. I used to think that what I did on the Friendship Delegation Tour didn't matter, and then I met you, and for a little while, I thought... But I was wrong. The PSA didn't take us over. We just... gave up. I'm sorry. I was a little younger than you are now when Adamar joined... Hasn't all been bad. Tell me one good thing the PSA did for you. Well, there's high-speed public access to anywhere in the Planetary Strategic Alliance. Just last week I went to visit my cousin on... What else? I grew up so afraid. And I'm not nearly as afraid anymore. Because they've already taken everything from you. They didn't take my child. Cassandra did that. The Planetary Strategic Alliance did away with the language program at the neighborhood schools. And I didn't like that. I, I don't mind telling you. In a hundred years, what will set us apart from anywhere else? Who will be left to read us our history? And the new tax structure leaves me with very little for luxuries. But I am comfortable. I am not afraid, and I am alive. That's all? I think when I first met you, Captain Sophie Green, you seemed much older. Older? 
older. There's something about you now that is cracked wide open. <laughs> well, yeah. Not your finger, although that's not a pretty sight either here. Let's just try a little more. The last time you met me, I was lying to myself. Oh, everyone does that, young and old. Why do you want to go back to Cassandra? I already told you. I have to warn... Ow! Ow! Jesus! It hurts now? What the fuck? What the fuck? I wish I had something I could give you. Just help me get back to Cassandra and we'll call it square. Why not go to Medea instead? What? I would have thought you'd had a better chance of sharing your news there than on Cassandra. The whole street watched the summit last week. It was better than Burgess Hills for sheer drama. You forgot about the part where Medea hates me. A lot has changed since you've been gone, Captain Sophie Green. <laughs> Not that. Never that. And your girl is there. Jane? Hmm. I saw her. What? Where? On the summit. She looks so tired, poor thing. Pretty, though. You have excellent taste. Have you called her? You should call her. I can't. The... I need to go to Cassandra. On Cassandra, I'll know what to do, who to talk to, who'll talk to me. I have friends. On Medea, I have... You have her. God. God, I'm so tired. Sleep on it. Let the ointment do its magic. You'll feel better in the morning. I can't. I have to... Better people than you have made foolish decisions on too little sleep, Captain Sophie Green. And I would say you're well ahead of the game in that department already. It stopped you from shooting me, didn't it? For shock value alone, I'm sure pissing on my floor and beginning to yodel would have had the same effect. <laughs> I should mention, I'm actually not a captain anymore. As though I care about that. Rest now. There'll be time in the morning for everything else. And so the balance of power swings like a pendulum, passing from Medea to Cassandra to Medea to Cassandra, the PSA of fulcrum between them. But no more. Now that Cassandra has hitched herself to the Alliance, how will Medea fare even under the auspices of the- You're awake. Yeah, that was a much longer nap than I thought I needed. You did lose a finger yesterday, dear. Yeah, I- I guess that's true. I should get out of your hair. Um, I need to borrow some stuff, though. I swear I'm good for it, but I might need to pay you back in, like, I don't know, a month? Given the... How did you put it? A war humanity cannot win is at stake? I suppose I could be persuaded to purchase you a ticket to Medea. Here. Breakfast. Thanks. Uh, but I told you yesterday I'm not going to Medea. Yes, you did but you weren't thinking clearly. Eat your toast. I... Oh, wow. That is good. I'm not going to Medea, Mrs. Beach. Jane Gonzalez is on Medea. And good for her, but I need to be on Cassandra. I've listened to the telescope tapes, dear. Are you really going to come back from the dead and not show up on her doorstep? I... I mean... I have, like, a job to do here. If it's so urgent, why not go to Mayor Menchie? 
She could get you to the Adamar Central Government a lot faster than you could get out to the Azaline Peninsula. Because we're on the border. We've had the most contact with the others. Cassandra and Medea have the only way for humans to communicate with the others, basically. It makes sense. Why don't you stop off on Medea and then go to Cassandra? Because this isn't a movie! I thought you might say something like that. So, I saved a clipping for you from the Perry Summit. Computer, play last save clip, please. Now playing your last saved clip. And so I urge you, representatives of Medea, Cassandra, and humanity, not to abandon Sophie Green. I believe she's still out there. I believe it is our duty as humans to get her back. And as her friend, I would ask, please. End clip. Oh, for, there's more. She did a whole speech. I thought I had it saved. These new streams, they're so unreliable. Fuck. And what's more, Sophie Green, shuttle fare to Medea is 200 credits cheaper than shuttle fare to Cassandra. Mm, fuck you. Buy the damn ticket. I knew you'd come around. You're already booked on the 11 o'clock. Coach, I'm afraid. Eat up. actually going through, do you? No, everyone knows you can't trust Cassandrans. Look at what they did to that poor king. That was the Medeans. They're the ones who killed the Cassandran king. Are you sure? I could have sworn. (laughs) Oh my god. I knew you were lying when you said you watched the news. My uncle says you can't trust either of them. He says the reason Cassandra and Medea are so secretive is because of an ancient pact they made with the egg Knock it off with that conspiracy bullshit. Everyone knows the reasons Cassandrans can't be trusted is because they have, like, what, a 40-hour work week? Their brains aren't as stimulated as ours. No, it's definitely because of the aliens. Does anyone know whether we stop at Eucera before the seventh belt or after? I really have to pee. I'll read it to you. The Zulin conflict began. Next stop, Medea. Medea, next stop. Hey. Hey. Don't touch me. No, your ticket. It says Medea. Well, that's the next stop. Oh, thanks. 
Headed home? Not really. Oh, just visiting? You know, I've never been to Medea. I've heard it's interesting. I pass by on my way to visit my dad all the time. Maybe one of these days I'll get up here, do some exploring. There's nothing on Medea worth seeing. Well, why are you going there then? Look, no offense, but if I wanted to talk to you, I wouldn't have pretended to fall asleep when we took off. <sighs> Sorry. I have a lot going on right now, and that turns me into an asshole. I'm meeting someone. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, see ya. Don't forget to leave before the war. With the aliens. I wouldn't want to be stuck outside the PSA when that happens. I mean, they're toast. Well then, it better not happen. Lieutenant's log. Hi, Linda. Sorry, Linda. Just landed in Guadalupe. That's the capital of Medea. It's... I'm gonna be real, it's incredibly square. Did they build this whole thing on a grid? Anyway, I landed and realized I have no idea where Jane actually lives, so so I went looking for Moreau. I got a cab to the university, asked around until I found the right department building, braced the whole time for someone to recognize me. <laughs> no, I'm not the pilot that blew a bunch of holes in your navy. I'm a look-alike. Hire me for your kid's next birthday party. But, well, no one's clocked me yet. Either being missing for this long is doing me some favors, or I really don't look like myself. So I found Moreau's department, but they weren't there, so I wandered around the building until I found the mailboxes, and then I distracted the guy at the front desk and broke into the employee files and found their address. Yeah. I could have just called Moreau, assuming I'm on their call list, or I could have called Jane, but I don't know. I don't... I just want to see her face. You know? So, uh, I'm about a block away. It's a boring little neighborhood area, walking distance from the university, though, so that's nice. It's God. Why am I scared to go in? I want to go in. I want to... <sighs> Jesus Christ, get a grip on yourself. <sighs> the front door is yellow. Doesn't seem like Moreau. Okay. Okay. Can someone else get that, please? I've got it. I've got it. You cut your hair. What happened to your finger? Thank you for listening to the Pasathea Powder. 
This was episode 29, My Soul's a Little Grief. Tune in next time to see how our heroines cope with their reunion. Jackie Hedman was the voice of Sophie Green. Molly Olguin was Jane Gonzalez. Kat Evans was the voice of Linda. And Nigel McKean was the voice of Mrs. Beach. Daniil Chandler was the voice of Jordan. Tim Briggs was George Moreau. Jackie Andrews was the evergreen Eleanor Lopez. And the voices on the space bus were Robin Howell, Karen Heimdall, Claudia Elvich, DJ Silvis, and Marnie Warner. Cece Fong was the PSA automated voice. Narration by a beautiful bug that only lives a single day. An original music by Annie Moriondo. If you've enjoyed our little story, please rate and review us on your podcast player of choice. It really helps. You can find us on your favorite podcast player, on Twitter at Pasathea Powder, or on our website, PasatheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. To help us do what we do best, please consider becoming a patron. For bonus content and to support production costs, find us on Patreon. Or to make a one-time donation, visit our Ko-fi. The Pasathea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Our heroines will return in episode 30, Where Do We Go From Here?